Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of A New Kind of Celebrity. I'm your host Venal and I'm excited to bring you another inspiring and insightful conversation this week. At A New Kind of Celebrity, we define the word celebrity differently. We define it as someone worth celebrating. Our guests are people who are doing incredible work to make this world a better place. Join us as we celebrate these individuals and learn from their experiences, leadership and wisdom. Our guest today is Mohammad Tariq. Mohammad Tariq founded Koshish in partnership with Tata Institute of Social Studies in 2006. Koshish works on the upliftment of the quality of institutions for the homeless and beggars and advocates for the abolishment of the Bombay Prevention of Beggary Act. which is an act that is adopted in 20 indian states and which has a broad and vague definition of begging that criminalizes poverty mohammad tariq is a part of multiple drafting committees across states to formulate newer policies he has also co-authored multiple academic papers and research studies on urban poverty he is also an ashoka fellow thank you so much tariq for joining me in this conversation I'd love if you can maybe tell us a little bit about your personal journey and what led you to your work with Koshish. Okay. This has been a completely unplanned sort of a journey. Though Koshish formally started in 2006, but I think the beginning was made much earlier. And if I can share there are different phases, you know, different stages in my life which kind of got me into this. So it began when I was just out of school. and this is something that i often shared delhi winters i was in first year of my college undergrads in delhi university and one of the evenings i was coming back from somewhere with my friends and i saw these people sleeping on the pavement covering themselves with newspapers now you don't sleep with newspapers and because of the dew that newspaper was all stuck to their bodies mm. i think it was the unusual sight now seeing people with newspapers and all stuck their bodies and because that in tiny pieces that is something that got me curious and i went to them and it's not that i had not seen homeless people before that you know i mean homeless people anybody who is living in a big city will see them all around us but unfortunately never acknowledged or you don't see see you know so i went and spoke to these people and two of the responsive have stayed with me till now and this i'm talking about 2001 So one person when I I just asked him कि आप ऐसे कैसे सो रहे हैं यहाँ पर ठंडी लगती है मुझको पर मैं he says when we go to sleep we are not sure if we would be alive next morning and this was something which was kind of instantly hitting you like can it be so uncertain that आप शाम को बिल्कुल ठीक हैं आप कोई एक्सीडेंट नहीं है आपको कोई बीमारी नहीं है कोई डिजास्टर नहीं हो रहा है there is no cause for you know it to be dying and when you going to sleep you are not sure if you will be alive next morning or not of course later on i realized what he meant when i started working with homeless people i realized how people die in the same night you know how people freeze in the cold and there was another person who said many times you are sleeping next to a dead body and later few years later when i started working with koshish and we would do a rescue in the night and we would often people who are almost frozen you know like a dead meat and then you realize that okay this is how people when they go to sleep and and, and they just uh, they die so for me these were all preventable deaths like 
you know it's not generally we need uh, headlines in the newspaper saying people die because of cold uh, nobody dies of cold nobody dies of heat waves actually i mean weather is same for everyone it's the absence of protection it's the absence of shelter it's the absence of warm clothing otherwise how is it that some people are going for holidays in the same weather you enjoy that and somebody is struggling to stay alive so it's just the absence of protection which uh, makes all the difference so that was one incident which kind of got me thinking about it for the first time because prior to that i had always was seen homeless people but you know we all grow with our own conditioning about we have images about people and you feel so i was in a boarding school and i had seen homeless people around but never even cared to think about who they are and i'm i'm not sure if agar us din bhi wo newspaper hold kar nahi so rahe to main ek puta hota hai puta hota but then this got me thinking and i sort of volunteering at a place so there was this mcd run shelter night shelter where homeless people would go and sleep so i started going there on a daily basis and as i spent more and more time there shayad wo wahan rehne ki zarurat zyada samajh mein aane lagi something from an experience if i can share quickly on this new year thing i got some of my friends from the hostel and we pulled in money and you know typical things that you know as a student you do so we bought food and we made food packets and we said we'll set, go and celebrate new year with the homeless people in the shelter so we just went there it's a it's a huge hall like with some 200 odd people sitting there full pack for the convenience of distribution we had made food packets with different food items like but uh, boxes so there were lot of extra food packets but anyone who doesn't know imagine ki ek box shayad ek kilo we were giving one box to a person now while we were distributing suddenly one person gets up and ask me mujhe ek extra samosa aur milega now though i was at some distance my friend was closer to him probably because i was going there every day he thought maybe i am the main person who will decide and i just signaled my friend and he gave him one more box and that was it पूरा हम डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन के बाद में वी केम टू अर्नर जहाँ पे केयर टेकर ऑफ दर्टर वहां बैठ कर चाय पी रहे थे क्या हो गया किस चीज की आप माफी मांग रहे हो क्या हुआ मैंने एक समोसा ज्यादा मांगा बोला कोई बात नहीं आप उसको आपने खा लिया अच्छी बात है और चाहिए आपको मैंने किसी और का लिया then he says that he had not eaten for four days because he did not find work mujhe kaam nahi mila char din se khaya nahi tha lekin maine kisi aur ke hisse ka liya to mujhe maaf kar dijiyega and this was like can can you really have that degree of fairness towards others and i was like this is i mean this was like breaking down all the uh, notions and and conditioning that i had till then you do not associate fairness honesty with poor people this person who had not eaten for four days and asked just for an extra food which was anyways being distributed to everyone still feels guilty about it and then i realized how privileged i am like every day we are doing unfair things i mean we are not even consciously thinking whether what i am doing i am fair to others or not many times we would be unfair to others taking up what is rightfully someone else's but not even aware about it so i think like this i had many many experiences at that place 
but that got me i'm not equipped enough i'm not i don't know how to deal with the issues that people were coming up to me with that's when i spoke to some friends and some seniors who then said okay cisis in mumbai offers a course on correctional administration because there was this one person who came to me and said that humne kuch petty crime usne he mentioned that i had done he said i have never done anything again but every time something happens in the locality i am being picked up and uh, he was a rickshaw puller he said ki ek bar mujhe main nasha karta tha to main pakda gaya aur uske baad kuch bhi hota hai main usse nikalna chahta hu par mujhe hi baar baar pakadte hain and i was struggling i was struggling because i didn't know what to tell them and i didn't know what it be done so then i learned what to learn about this course at iss criminology and correctional administration and i applied for it i couldn't get through and i was a waitlist candidate but someone else dropped out and i think after two weeks of session began i got a call and i came and joined so that's how i came to test and along with my course but continued with my homeless work and uh, it was for the first time at this that i got to know about the beggars act which is the work that i'm doing now as part of our course we are placed with an op- social work organization where you go for two days of a field work as part of my field work i was placed in the kamatipura area which is a red light area in bombay and i had made a group with homeless youth or in in that locality and one day i realized that many guys were missing and when i tried finding out upon them i was told by the hotel owners there i also had a very good network with the hotel owners there as part of my outreach work there they told that unko bhikari jail lekar gaye hain so till then i had not heard about anything about bhikari jail so i tried going uh, there i was not denied i was not given the entry because it's a custodial setup so you don't uh, get to go in so then with the help of my faculty from dhs i got a permission and what i saw there was at least 7800 people were just locked in there and it was very very traumatizing what i saw there and i thought it is maybe the, they are being kept badly or you know bad implementation and and you know somebody is misusing the law but then i realized that it's not misusing the law the law itself legitimizes such arrest so i got these boys out and i i started learning more about reading more about the beggary law and more and more i read about it i knew that this is something that has to stop this law cannot be on and that's when i you know i decided okay i'll i'll continue with this work so as part of my second year of field work i asked for a placement i said i'll i should be placed at this place so till that time we did not have any placement in the begosome begosome Be- basically the government run custodial institution where people who are charged and sentenced under the begri act are kept and uh, there is a punishment under the beggars act ranging from 1 year to 10 years which to my mind was complete injustice because and also the way begging has been defined extremely poor people people with mental health issues people with disability elderly people who have been abandoned by their family members everybody technically is a beggar and they get sentenced so uh, that's how this work started sharing very honestly when koshish was started there was absolutely no idea about what kind of programs we would have and today of course we have a range of programs some 17 18 programs we have working in different states but at the time when we had started i think it was just one thing that there was something which was disturbing and one felt that this is not on isko khatam hona chahiye and we started so what anyone would see today to look at koshish as an organization and range of things that we are doing 
اس کا ایک حصہ بھی ذہن میں نہیں تھا جب یہ شروع کیا تھا تو thank you so much for sharing that i think very powerful and intense stories that you shared and i have many follow up questions but since we started talking about the many programs that koshish does run it'll be great maybe if you can walk us through like what are all the interventions that koshish actually works on okay so when we started it was more like a legal thing that you know people are arrested wrongly so there has to be a legal aid I tried reaching out to a lot of many many lawyers and they would ask for money for every case and of course I didn't have money because so Koshi was started with I had some savings and uh, there was some prize money that I had got when I graduated from the ISS there was some money that came in as a refundable deposits that you could deposit in the college when at the time of admission so putting that all that money uh, uh, but started with that and facing of the families was very important because if you have to say that person needs to be released then inquiry has to be done so for that so students came in as a big support like so my immediate juniors from the ISS and then eventually other colleagues also they would volunteer and they would go and uh, look for every day on an average i think around 50 to 60 people who are arrested by the police so it was obviously not possible for me alone to kind of visit their family so when i was reaching out to these lawyers they asked for money and so it wasn't working out there was a very 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 good officer who was the assistant commissioner at that point of time and he said ki hum bahut sari cheeze karna chahte hain lekin kar nahi pate because of lot of restrictions within the department but least that we can do is to support you in what you are doing and that took care of lot of issues happening at the beggars home because he was part of the commissionerate so you know when he would communicate things to his officers they would take it seriously so i started getting more accepted in the mm. institution otherwise earlier when i was a student like there was a lot of hostility because it was a closed institution it's like a jail you know so somebody from outside coming in and and that to a young person uh, that no one would take seriously you know and and if i'm going and telling ki ye aise karte hain to obviously it doesn't i mean people have been there for several years aur ek kal ka bachcha aake kuch sikhane ki koshish karega to it doesn't work thankfully i was also able to appreciate and understand the struggles that people working there were going through they were doing a very difficult job because many times people who were brought from the street were in very very bad shape you know health wise physical condition unki mentally they were the people who would be very aggressive at handling all of that and then deaths were very frequent you know every few days there would be a death happening in the beggar zone and seeing people dying on a regular basis is, is not an easy thing no matter who it is but you know it's it's very difficult to but these caretakers these staff at the beggars home were dealing with that mm-hmm. so i understood that you know it maybe things that are happening are wrong but these are not the people who are reasons for that it's a bad law mm-hmm. they're simply doing the job so once that happened i think we were able to crack a lot of things for example we started with custodial violence was a big issue i saw people beaten up especially people with mental health issues so what we started doing sports became one of the first programs we started using sports like where koshish volunteers so students my friends who would come staff of the institution and and the resident clients who were there we would make mixed teams you know so it's like gully cricket so you know when you're playing together aap dhoop mein khel rahe hain ek balti mein pani bhara hua rehta hai you know so you break for 5 minutes then everybody is having water from there so Uh, you know this thing about okay i am the constable i am the caretaker i am mm. staff here and you are the inmate the language so those barriers were kind of 
broken with that. And I'm a person who is serving my detention there and many wickedly or I'm magic and then you're celebrating together. Now, so there's a there's a there's a relation that get that was getting built. Ab agar wo relation hai, to aap kal mujhe barrack mein aake dhande se maaroge kaise? Because agar aap mujhe subeh barrack mein maaroge, shaam ko mujhe aap ground mein how will you look into me? Kuch na kuch uh, uh, discomfort zaroor hoga jab aap main taraf dekhenge aur main aapki team mein aapke saath khel raha hoon aur aap mujhe subeh agar aap apne constable ke role mein aap mujhe dhande se maarke gaye hai. तो आई थिंक दैट वर्क रियली वेल होता था ऐसा कि अगर किसी को मारने की सिचुएशन आ रही बोलेंगे हल्ला मत करो ऐसा मत करो यू नो द रीजन फॉर विच पीपल वुड बी बेटन अप दे वुड देन द स्टाफ से आप ऐसा मत करो नाउ दिस गेव मी एन अपॉर्चुनिटी टू अंडरस्टैंड व्हाई दिस स्टाफ वुड डू दिस किसको मजा आएगा मारने के लिए देन आई रियलाइज दैट वन स्टाफ वॉज हैंडलिंग सम हंड्रेड पीपल टू पीपल and many of them are having mental health issues now this place is not for mentally ill patients this is a custodial purely sentence serving place and lot of people with mental health issues are there now so they are violent they are doing odd things they are running all around now to the understanding of the institutional staff is if you can create you know discipline one person or you know if they are not listening agar aapne unko punish kiya then it also serves for everybody else you know so that was their method now after sports using sports we started doing case work where we would get in the information try and contact the families of these people so family tracing remains one of the oldest programs and most effective programs and using which we have easily i can say more than 70 80000 people have been reunited with their families over the years and now as we started doing this there were health issues that came up we saw there was no medicines happening there was lot of people with mental health were there you know if i can share a small story here <laughs> i mean in experience so i went to the director general health services that time and I, and i told him that i was just out of college and i told him that this place is there beggars home and it has more than 1000 people there and more than half of them have mental health issues and there is no psychiatrist or no doctor coming there now so if this is a huge issue and only you can do something about it now i in my head i calculated that he might say okay i'll get information from my officers and i'll look into it but i knew that i'll he i may not even get a chance also second time to see him so uh, before he could say that i only told him that sir aapke officers aapko kabhi pata nahi lagne denge ye sab ho raha hai udhar ab aap hi kuch kar sakte hain i think i don't know if he was genuinely a good officer but he responded to my request so i don't know if he genuinely wanted to do something but i knew he was aware of it because i mean it's not that you're heading a department you would not know a, about a situation like this or maybe he was generally not aware of it because beggars home is not a popular or a priority area for any officer or maybe he was just disturbed seeing a young student coming and making a request and didn't want to say that you know i cannot do anything or you know there are constraints within the government i think he wanted to tell me that yes government is there for people and so within a week he actually appointed a psychiatrist or was appointed a deputy from a mental hospital and that that program goes on till today so uh, mental health intervention became another regular program for us we would kept filing reports and of course since i was working there i got a lot of support from the probation officers but i would uh, you know along with my volunteers we would find the details from the family and then we would 
inform them about uh, what the situation is and they would write the report accordingly and the person would be released but we got to know while visiting some of these people was that many people would lose their jobs because 14 days was a remand period hmm. now see i suppose i am working at a tea stall and i got picked up you know and my owner does not know my employer does not know where i am so he is not waiting for me for 14 days because he needs someone to clean that glasses immediately and number of people coming asking for jobs is very high so he'll immediately appoint someone hire somebody else another thing that was happening was people were picked up from their work sites so if i am working in, a, in this area and i'm just going to get something or i'm going to have my meal and then i pick, get picked up someone sees me you know people see that i'm being picked up and put in the police van so whether i have done anything or not but the employer feels why should i take that risk when there are so many people who are unemployed and asking for job why should i take this person who has a you know who might have done something hmm so this became our next program where we started going to all these employers started collecting their statements educating them about the law and telling them please don't remove this person from the job because it's not his fault it's a bad law that we have so we would tell them about the law and how this person can get arrested without any fault purely on the basis of the appearance saying that if you can just tell us that yes this person was working with you we will get him released from the court a lot of employers responded so employees collective became our next program where we this became kind of a solidarity group for people who were arrested and many of these employees would in turn also employ people after their release so that's also became a placement employment support for the clients now in, i think it was about a year or so then someone gave me 1 lakh rupees and i was extremely happy मतलब एक लाख रुपए मिल गए अभी एक लाख रुपए में लगा कि अब सारा हम वकीलों पर मुझे बहुत पैसे मांग के तंग करते थे हम उनको अभी ठीक कर देंगे सो देन आई वेंट एंड मेट सम लॉयर सेइंग आई थॉट कि मे बी दस हजार रुपए देंगे एंड दिस इज टू थाउजेंड सेवन सो दस हजार रुपए देंगे और उनको करना क्या दो मिनट लगते हैं बिकॉज आई वॉज अटेंडिंग कोर्ट हियरिंग सो आई वॉज सींग की बीस लोग तीस लोग आते हैं वो इस गेट से अंदर जाते हैं उस गेट से बाहर आ जाते हैं क्या करना है तो ये तो दस लेंगे महीने के सबकी रिपोर्ट लगा देंगे ये तो बट देन फॉर्चुनेटली ऑल द लॉयर्स स्टार्टेड आस्किंग मनी फॉर केस डिसेड वी दे चार्ज इंडिविजुअली सो आई थिंक द लीस्ट द लॉयर कोटेड वाज थाउजेंड रुपीज पर केस तो एवरी डे आई रिक्वायर्ड फोर्टी फिफ्टी थाउजेंड एंड आई हैड वन लैख रुपीज ओनली एंड आई थॉट आई रन दिस प्रोग्राम फॉर अ ईयर विद दिस मनी बट देन आई एम वेरी हैप्पी दैट दे रिफ्यूज टू हेल्प वेरी हैप्पी बिकॉज दैट made me go for something which has saved at least two crores for the organization so what happened not getting any lawyer to help us with that since i was a criminology student i knew the legal part was the only thing that i was formally trained in so i knew that there has to be legal service authority has to be there i also knew its condition i knew it's a very dysfunctional sort of a body but i thought okay let me go and meet the members of it so i went i i wrote a letter to the member secretary maharashtra legal service authority and i did not get a response for a month and then i decided i'll just walk in so i just went his staff he stopped me and i said mujhe milna hai unse he said sir lunch kar rahe hai aapka appointment hai bola appointment nahi hai mujhe 1 minute ka hi kaam hai and i just walked in i thought agar main chala jaunga zawar andar to kya karenge mujhe thodi jail bhej denge and i'm just a young student trying to do something kya karenge at best at the most he'll scold me he'll say ah you cannot come like this aur dant ke bhaga denge theek hai mujhe 
मेरा कौन सा ऐसा नाम है कि मैं बदनाम हो जाऊंगा अगर उन्होंने डांट के मुझे भगा दिया आई जस्ट वॉक आउट ठीक है आई वेंट इन एंड सर मैं बेगोल जोन से आया हूँ आपसे मिलना है एंड इन ऑर्डर टू ही सेट प्लीज स्पीक टू माई पी एंड आई सेट आपको पी से बात करने के चक्कर में एक महीना वेस्ट किया सर मुझे दो घंटे लगे यहाँ आने के लिए आपके पास चेम्बर से और अभी दो घंटे लगेंगे इतनी देर में मैं चार लोगों से बेगोजोन में बात कर लेता Then he was like he got little attentive and he said how much time you require. So what I had done, I had carried a copy of that application which I had sent later that I had sent by mail. I said just take this, just five seconds I require. So just put date and time on this and I'll come back. Because I have appointment for you. Send me one minute for appointment. So you are late. No reply. So you have to write it in it. I can come back at any time. Then I'll come back. He just kept it. He looked at that letter and he kept it aside and asked me to join with him for his lunch. and that day we spent around 5 6 hours and he heard me patiently every detail and i was like man what detail me sab cheeze bata raha tha which you can also make out now mai i kept on sharing stories ki sir aise hota hai log mar ja rahe hai itne log mar rahe hai ye ho raha hai i was also full of anger actually i was very very angry so i kept speaking and speaking and then he said what do you require i said sir 2 minute ka kaam hota hai court mein uske liye bhi inko पचास हजार रुपए चाहिए लॉयर्स को मैं कहाँ से लेकर आऊंगा पैसे अब मुझे सिर्फ उनसे सिर्फ लॉयर्स हैं इसके लिए उनका नाम चाहिए कि कोर्ट में खड़ा हो सके ये लोग सब गरीब लोग हैं और आप इनके लिए लॉयर्स अपॉइंट कर दीजिए स्टेट के उससे ही एक्चुअली पास इन ऑर्डर आस्किंग द स्टेट गवर्नमेंट टू अपॉइंट टू और थ्री काउंसिल्स फ्रॉम द स्टेट फंड एंड ई सेट डू दिस एंड इनफॉर्म अबाउट दी कम्प्लाइंस एंड एन ई टोल्ड मी दैट इफ दिस एनी डिफिकल्टी यू लेट मी नो नाउ दिस वॉज डन I also wrote a letter saying we need a place in the courtroom. Now, legal aid service authority was dysfunctional, so lawyers appoint होना नहीं होना. So I went to CMM with that Chief Metropolitan Magistrate, and he was in a fix because it's an order from the member secretary, so they have to work out some arrangement. But I also knew the quality of lawyers may not be. मतलब जो बहुत ही high paying cases हैं वहाँ पे situation is not good. तो beggars के लिए कौन आने वाला है किसको interest रहेगा? so then i told him while he was thinking and planning i saw an opportunity to, uh, to have a conversation and i told him ki sir ye sare log garib log hai the bad law you also know it said yes i agree i said sir to lawyers ki bhi kya zarurat hai sir agar hum log hi report likh dete hai you know if you can just allow us to be there and we can give report to the judge chair and then people will be free sir why to legal aid pe itna pressure kyun dalna sir every day सर पचास साठ लोग आते हैं लोग रोज आपको दस लॉयर्स लगाने पड़ेंगे वहाँ पांच लॉयर्स लगाने पड़ेंगे तो उससे अच्छा है सर जेल में लोगों को लॉयर्स नहीं मिल रहे हैं विच आर मोर सीरियस सर्फेंसेज तो मे बी लॉयर्स आप वहाँ लगाओ सर इवन एन जी ओज कैन ऑल्सो डू दिस वी जस्ट हैव टू टेल कि ये बच्चा ये इंसान काम करता है यहाँ पे तो इफ लाइक दैट कैन बी वर्क आउट सर वी आर हैप्पी टू डू दिस हम लोग वॉल्टियर करेंगे वी कैन सपोर्ट विद दिस तो ही पास इन ऑर्डर से कोशिश शुड बी गिवेन Wow. space in the kola court premises now this was done we got an order for space in the court premises but we didn't have a team because only i was there and few volunteers were there so agar court mein jagah leni hai to someone has to sit there aur hum to hum raat mein field visit karte the outreach karte the homeless communities mein aur din mein hum ye cases ki family visits karte the to court mein baithenge kahan se aur court mein agar baithna hai to then lot of like the people that we were able to reintegrate with their families then wo reh jata tha so 
लोग बहुत डरे होते तो एक रूम तो चाहिए हमें अलग से बात करने के लिए रूम में हमें प्राइवेसी में बात करनी है क्योंकि हमें इंडिविजुअल काउंसिलिंग करनी पड़ेगी अलग अलग सबसे बात करनी और एक रूम चाहिए सर रिपोर्ट लिखे जो हम आपको देंगे तीन रूम तो चाहिए सर उसके बिना नहीं होगा देन ऑफकोर्स कोर्ट में तीन रूम कहा स्पेयर होते हैं ऐसे तो देन आई सजेस्टेड सर और कैन वी डू वन थिंग सर यू सेंड देम टू बेगर्स होम ओनली हम वहां पर इनसे बात करके वी विल सेंड इन द रिपोर्ट टू यू बट वी डोंट हैव एनी लॉयर्स ऑन आस तो इफ वी कैन सेंड द लेटर रिपोर्ट टू यू एंड इफ यू एक्सेप्टेड देन वी कैन डू दिस ई सेट येस वाई नॉट यू कैन डू दिस सो आई थॉट कि मे बी समी इज गेटिंग अरेस्टेड एनी वेज उसको दो तीन दिन लगता है तो अगर हम बेगर्स होम से ऑल्सो गेट सम टाइम टू टॉक टू दैन प्रॉपरली एंड गेट द रिपोर्ट मे बी यू सफरिंग सो मच मे बी दो दिन और रहेगा वहाँ पे तो ठीक है बट एटलीस्ट इट सेव्स अ ह्यूज इशू so then we allowed that and our reports were made admissible in the court and that is the day and today we have used that for getting several thousand people out and not even a single rupee has been spent on paying to the lawyers because our team now we have a team of course so we speak to people we get their details we write a letter and through the superintendent of the home that that crucial investigation report is forwarded to the court and on that basis court makes its order so like this a legal aid program got formed so as we started taking more numbers we realized that there are a lot of people who were away from the family but there was the reason for that was conflict in the family you know some unresolved issue some you know heat of a moment kuch keh diya jhagda ghar se nikal gaye now wapis kaise jaau main bol ke aaya tha main kabhi nahi aaunga wapis kaise jaau so someone required to talk to family members or to this person that no they are your parents यू नो दिस इज योर फैमिली यू कैन नॉट होल्ड योर यू सो हाई कि मैंने बोला नहीं जाऊंगा तो अब नहीं जाऊँ तो वी स्टार्टेड स्पीकिंग टू द फैमिली मेंोग्राम दैट वी नाउ कॉल एज कॉलिंग होम दैट प्रोग्राम गॉट इवॉल्व दैट यू नो वी शॉर्ट आउट दी कंफ्लिक्ट इफ देर आर एनी विद द फैमिली एंड हेल्प द फैमिली अंडरस्टैंड दी वॉट दिस पर्सन इज गोइंग थ्रू एंड इफ दिस पर्सन रिक्वायर्स सपोर्ट and make this person realize how family is going to a tough time because of his ways what pressures they face like that so calling home became another program institution was very hard on people especially for people who were serving long detention uh, period and there was this lady in premium section who had spent almost her entire life in an institution first as a child she was in a children home then on turning adult she was moved to a women institution from there after a couple of years she was moved to beggar zone and one rule that is applicable one practice that happens is a norm like like a rule actually in all the custodial institutions is discipline okay so even if i don't want to eat i cannot say that you know you have to eat the time when everybody has to eat so i was thinking pichle 20 25 saal institution mein nikale hain to matlab uski life usne kuch bhi apni marzi se nahi kiya hai तो कब सोना है कब जागना है कैसे बैठना है समबडी 
so that gave rise to another beautiful program that we have for many years now it's called myspace the concept of myspace is so then we spoke to the joint commissioner in the department we said we need a place within the institution where there won't be any any rule of institution will not be and he was very supportive and he said yes okay so we got this huge barrack for us where we said anybody will come to this no rule of institution applies you can sleep as much as you want you can run around you can dance you can sing you can do whatever you want to do and nobody will stop you so we we keep some basic food items there we keep some drawing items there we keep some paints there we keep some musical instruments there and and just people can do anything they want to do but turn out to be a huge learning most of the people who would come to that was in the beginning would just they would not eat they would not want to play they would not want to watch tv they would not want to listen to music they would just want to sleep and that was a realization that even something as basic as sleeping people are so deprived of peaceful sleep you know because when in custody when i'm going to sleep i'm always scared and this reminded me of my days on the street spent some time on the streets also but no not even a single day you would sleep without fear of getting hit so when you are in custody you know or when you are on the streets you don't know at what time someone will come and abuse you at what time someone will come and hit you what come some police constable will come and just put a stick and say yahan kya kar rahe hain so that fear of being hit fear of being abused is so deep in your head that you don't get to sleep and this was the place where we were saying ki aap aayenge koi kuch nahi kahega so this was the place where they felt safe for the first time and they would just come and sleep i mean they had so many options of you know options of doing so many other things one activity is they could do so much but they would choose to just sleep as well today that is a huge program and we integrated that with our mental health program where we now see the people who are part of my space their recovery is much faster than they are to their illness so i am not a mental health expert but what experience has taught us is that if there is no fear if you can remove fear from someone's mind if you can give some assurance if you can just make that feel make that person feel wanted you can take care of illness to a large extent of course it's also a medical issue so it requires treatment so i'm not saying that treatment has no relevance of course we also send people we have a uh, psychiatrist from tana mental hospital visiting these people and people also go there for uh, opd uh, clinics but i think that environment plays the biggest role in the recovery where people know that we are safe uh, we are being wanted koi marega nahi so i think that peer free environment plays a bigger role in the recovery so mental health is first update program that we have now a lot of this work was possible because young people really Uh, went out of there and supported the program so as a commitment from the organization we realized that it's our duty now to invest in young people so we have a youth engagement uh, program now where we take young students from all over the country we say that they come spend some time with us see what kind of life people have and then go back to your world and see if you want to carry back anything from this world when you go back to your world and that experience has really very really, very really impactful intervention where we see a lot of young people graduating from their colleges and going on doing different things but turning very very compassionate and careful aware of people 
not just with homelessness but even otherwise so that has been one program which i'm very very proud of because i feel that at some level we keep on creating artificial fears and competition in the heads of our young people and, and turning them into like machines so i think with that program we are doing a lot of work with young people and and just letting them see what the reality is and and not saying that you have to do something like this but you know you, you can do anything but just be fair to people so you become a judge and in fact some of our volunteers have actually become judge so you just go and just be mindful that there are a lot of people who will not be able to prove things but that doesn't mean that they are wrong degree law says if you are wandering around aimlessly then you are a beggar and you can be arrested now a mentally person would be roaming on the street so that's a classic case for uh, arrest and other beggar that or an elderly person who has been abandoned by the family is a classic fit case for arrest and other beggar that so so all these activities we have been doing as an immediate support to people but there has been a significant amount of work going to the different state government with the courts towards getting the law one of the main programs has been lobbying and advocacy work with the, with the government saying this law is to go and providing with alternative programs we did a very successful program we started as a pilot in bihar where started one district and then eventually expanded to 14 districts koshish worked with the state government as a knowledge partner and we created a non custodial rehab intervention there and which also later on became base for for a scheme which is now being implemented by government of india at in, in intensities across the country as a pilot scheme and hopefully they'll expand it to the rest of the country very soon unfortunately that scheme got uh, came in the period when covid also came in our lives so that scheme implementation has got affected hopefully soon we'll have that scheme getting expanded to more cities and states in the country in that scheme we have talked about the basic premise is that people cannot be arrested for being poor you cannot punish someone for for being poor person that's all that's the only thing there so there we talk about community based rehabilitation model where there is no police there is no court there is no lawyers required there is no police happening so all that is taken away it's a community mobilization uh, voluntary homes and doctors treatment vocational training so when we started with the placement programs we realized that a lot of people also required soft skills so now preparing people for post release phase is another program that we run now where we are preparing people to you know to deal with their individual lives also you know with family and and friends and relatives build relationships and also at, at their work so aap sirf gusse mein aapko baat apni employer ki achhi nahi lagi aapne gusse mein ek minute uska saman theka aur nikal gaye that's not what will work a job so employment support has come in as a big program uh, that is another program that we do now a lot of children who are into begging uh, also we started in bihar but we now run in bombay as well as in delhi so our deal with the parents is that we will educate the children we will send them to school we will we'll help them with medical care the parents and we will also help parents with livelihood is required but our condition is that they will not send children to beg of course you know if you have to do the policy work you have to back what you are saying i can i mean i can but it's not going to be there to hear my stories so uh, it has to be based with fact um, data and studies so research is another you know component uh, of our intervention where we get evidence from the field that what is happening 
and on that basis in fact uh, we have made significant contribution very recently like past 3 4 years we have also got into this phase of social audit we are saying that institutions the population be it women elderly children anybody who is reaching government institutions are reaching there with a lot of hope because that's the only place that they have in life you know and if they are abused there then you know you are breaking them for rest of their lives and if a child who is abused at home or abandoned or is an orphan or you know this environment on street is moved to a government institution from there that person that child should only have you know a road going forward i mean if the child gets abused in a custody which is in a safe environment supposed to be protective place of the government and if the child gets abused there also then nothing worse can happen to the child and that will have not only immediate impact on the child like about the first when a child gets abused uh, but also a very severe far reaching consequences for the child because the child may not be able to trust people ever again in life you know and a lot of other issues so we have been advocating for compulsory mandatory social audits in all institutions across the country in fact in we are part of a very very unfortunate and brutal episode that uh, this country saw the muzaffarpur shelter home case you know where several children were brutally raped and assaulted for a very very long time that came out as part of the report that pushed we did so to our institution in bihar and that's how that was the focus that the case came out and so we have been now writing to state governments and government saying that such laws have to be done as a as a mandatory thing because this is the least we can do to protect our children so that's one big part of our work i'm also part of the supreme court appointed monitoring committee for the shelters for the homeless and as part of that space we are trying to get uh, more and more shelters created for homeless people and try and get uh, make these shelters spaces where life with dignity is offered so it's all mixed up like lot of things different kind of things as i said in the beginning kuch soch ke uh, start nahi hua tha sirf ye tha ki in fact i thought ki do char saal mein khatam ho jayega koshish band ho jayega hum band kar denge i was part of the special committee by the minister in for drafting central legislation that would replace beggars act so one satisfying outcome of this entire journey has been that today no more there is no state which can defend beggary law so the the deponian nature the brutal nature of of the beggary law is now out i'm i'm part of a state task force for chatisgarh state planning commission where i raised issue about chatisgarh having a beggary law and they said yes we will repeal this we will amend the law and so now i'm drafting the law for uh, for them i'm giving as an example how states are now realizing that beggary law would have come into force for whatever reason but it has no relevance in our society you know you are simply simply punishing people for being poor you know if somebody is you know a lot of people will tell me ki organized beggary hoti hai organized beggary hoti hai but read the law na your law does not speak about the organized beggary they does not handle it properly you know so if i am being forced to beg i stand to get punishment for 10 years and somebody is forcing me stands to get maximum 3 years under the beggary law whereas ipc provides for 10 years rigorous non available punishment under ipc 368 a mein aapko 10 saal ke liye non available offense mana jata hai so why a person who is running a syndicate or forcing others to beg why that person should not be booked under ipc why because act for that so yeah it's a, it's a different kind of things that uh, we are doing
that's an amazing amount of work and and so diverse and very very interesting on how it evolved as well and i think what was most fascinating is while you were narrating a lot of the things that you asked for made happen i mean the opposite belief is true right like the belief in general is that you know government systems are slow bureaucracy bahut lamba hai there's no point asking for anything kuch nahi hoga and i think right from whether it's asking for uh, mental health professionals to be at the home or whether it's asking for legal aid or whether it's asking for koshish's permission to sort of like submit the reports in court i think there are so many to something as large scale as rewriting some of these acts at a state level i think there are they're very big asks but they've all happened and i'd love to understand from you what do you think led to that because a common person wouldn't imagine ki ye pooch lenge ki ha ye ye chahiye aur mil jayega so what do you think enabled you or what what actually enabled it to happen i think i very strongly believe that people generally don't want to see other suffering that's that's my experience i mean there are some lost cases that one cannot do anything about but by and large we don't want to see people suffering so if there is an opportunity for anyone to reduce someone's suffering people would want to do that and yes systems can be slow systems can be extremely frustrating but see i'm going to deal with certain people there and those people are responsible for making that system work now in the process i think most of us make a mistake of while criticizing the system we also start disconnecting with people who are managing that hmm. without understanding and appreciating the constraint that that office is working with i would get very upset when i see people in bigos home getting beaten up by the constables but then i realized even if i was managing that home i would have done the same thing i would have done the same thing because if 200 people have to manage with two caretakers and they are running all over they are hitting others how would i i just don't know so out of my helplessness i'll start beating someone if there are people with mental health issues wo ek banda hai wahan pe wo toilet karke pure mein kapda phek raha hai now others in that barrack will start beating this person how would i control save this one person if 20 people are beating him you know now this person should not be there because he requires treatment but kon aayega wahan pe as a caretaker as a constable i have no control over that i think it was extremely important to understand the limitations that this person was in fact we to address and talk about the violence part only instead of making any complaints what we started doing we started holding sessions with caretakers and constables where we would appreciate and thank them for what they were doing in maintaining that place and then and you would say that okay you share your experiences so when a person would share while sharing they would realize that they made a mistake they were wrong in hitting someone so he is sharing ek bar aisa banda aaya tha wo ek bar aisa ek case aaya wo itna aisa chillata tha raat ko 12 baje khade ho ke upar se khidki mein se bahar ja ke pura halla karta tha galiyan bakta tha sabko aisa karta tha phir kya kiya aapne phir usko ek din usko usko khub usko dam diya then he realized phir puche but uski tabiyat theek thi why would someone At twelve o'clock in the night, I think you should lie. That you buy data, ha. Or who, apne apne apas me baat karta rehta tha. Kyun uski tabiyat thik thi? Nee nee, wo pagal tha na sir, mental tha wo. Mental tha. Then usko then they realize. Ha, agar wo mental tha unke the way they speak, mental tha, to maine se kya fayda hua? Usko fir hospital le gaye kya? Usko dikhaya kya? Usko doctor ko le gaye kya? Then they realize they understand. 
and that has led to a significant change in the way staff is running these homes today we get calls from them or you know they will come to our staff and say ye us barrack number saath mein usko fever aa raha hai usko aap log bata do us patient ko to hospital bhej denge come a time when every two days there would be a death happening now for months all together there is no death happening i'm not saying it, it has become the i i'm still against the law and therefore i'm still against that institution even today but i believe that you know a lot of the people the people have changed right reaching out reaching out is important so for example i was student when i did not get a response from state legal services authority main shayad ek letter aur bhejta nahi hota but then i thought yaar kya karenge mujhe jata hu na ek bar taaki dekhunga zyada se zyada milne se mana kar denge bade officer hain पर मिले ना केवल मिले आपको मुश्किल होगी इनको ढूंढने में बट आई स्टिल आई डिसाइडेड टू बिकम पार्ट ऑफ दी प्रॉब्लम सोल्विंग ऑल्सो एंड दैट्स वेयर समथिंग बिगर केम आउट फॉर आस so i think it is important one is we often make a mistake of judging people uh, mm. from the environments that they are part of we never know they are struggling people say it's very difficult to work in government because nothing moves without paying and in fact when we starting delhi work i was being told ki wahan par to har file ke liye pehle se rate fix hai matlab tabhi kaam hoga aise hoga in just 10 years not even once nobody has ever asked for any money we have also never gone to any officer asking for any favors asking for anything for us ki aap out of the way ye aap kar dijiye dusri cheez i think backing the organization has also been very equally important like whenever we entered any mou with the government we did not go in as a secondary partner right from day one even when we, i was just alone in the organization couple of my students and i was also just like a student only because in fact mera iski graduation convocation bhi nahi hua tha when push group started so i was technically also a student only but we had our mou saying koshish and government of maharashtra will have equal decision making right same thing we follow with our funding partners also say that is a value that you are bringing in as an organization i think backing that is extremely important if we are going to an institution there are certain duties that government has to do certain responsibilities that koshish has to share and we say that we have to honor these commitments you know so if aap apni cheeze nahi karenge like say for example a lot of things happening in the institution of course our commitment to the government is that we see things happening we will not make a propaganda out of that but we'll bring these issues to you so we'll also not we'll not ignore those issues we'll bring it to you at your summit that okay i'll not go and talk to some media about something happening i'll come to you as an officer your commitment is that you will solve this you'll ensure that this problem is not repeated you know so uh, we have maintained our commitment of working with the system and many most of the times government has responded many times they have not responded but it has worked in an okay okay manner i think it's extremely important to work with systems if you want to create a large scale changes because it's very very easy to create centers of excellence and if my goal was to have say 50 children live you know and giving them a uh, brilliant life i can start a small home with 50 children and look after them till the time it is required and give them a very very nice life but i feel that the requirement is so huge 
rather than giving best of schooling and best of education and best of facility to 50 children i would choose if you know even if a decent education could be given to thousands of children who are on the street so i'll always go for that model rather than and i'm not seeing anything wrong with this it's a different style of functioning different way of looking at things but i feel larger number of children who are on out on the streets or living in institutions they all deserve a decent lives so if all of them can go to government school that's okay because once they start from them once they reach there then it will depend on them to how hard they work and you know then opportunities will keep getting created to wahan tak lana hamari zimmedari hai and it works I, and in a nutshell i think i have got people who have really helped who have wanted to support that's really incredible i think just the belief in people the non judgmental attitude like you mentioned not to judge with the environment i think just the amount of partnerships that you and koshish have been able to build to have uh, the kind of impact that you have is is really phenomenal as we come a little bit to the close i'd love maybe what are some learnings or advice i think you've shared many nuggets already in passing in different anecdotes but just as a you know as a summarizing thought for anyone listening who also has some intention of creating change having some impact on the world beyond themselves what are some learnings or advice that you have that you'd like to share with them not as an advice but i can only share as my experience i think it's extremely important to for an organization to be uh, to be strong i think it's important to have people uh, who have shared memories of building that organization so you know if you have people who have worked with you i think skills can can be learned if we have genuine people who feel for the issue and who who you can trust who trust you i think then your organization is safe an excellent person very competent very skilled but there is a crisis in the organization and person will choose to go away you know i think there are people who may not be so highly skilled and people who are not very articulate in what they want to say but people they they are they're genuine they are honest they are committed to the cause i think it's very important to have look for those kind of people and keep them at whatever cost sabke life mein daur aate hain phases aate hain like we have had people who have gone through very low phases ek saal tak kaam nahi kar paye because of certain issues which issues ho rahe hain but we said no no worries we are there so i think creating shared memories is very important for the organization and knowing asking ourselves you know why you're doing what you're doing i think if especially if someone is talking about as you said uh, want to bring a change now no matter what issue you are going to work on what field you are going to work on it is going to be very very difficult you will be disrupting lot of things and there would be reaction you know so people will be coming back to you at you uh to wo uski taiyari aapki itni hi mazboot ho payegi jitna मजबूत आपका ये जवाब होगा कि आप क्यों कर रहे हैं तो आपको ये पूछना पड़ेगा एज अंग पर्सन इफ आई वू टेल से कि आपको ये पूछना पड़ेगा मैं ये काम क्यों करना चाहता हूँ उस क्यों का जवाब आपका जितना मजबूत होगा उतनी ज्यादा आपकी तैयारी होगी आगे आने वाली परेशानी को बर्दाश्त करने की बिकॉज अगर वो क्यों मजबूत नहीं है लाइक फॉर मी माई क्यों इज दे वॉज अ डिस्टर्बेंस और उसको सो आई डोंट फील कि मुझे किसी होमलेस ने नहीं बोला आप हमारे साथ काम कीजिए अगर हम ये नहीं बोलेंगे हम क्यों कर रहे हैं तो लॉर्ड ऑफ अपसेंड डाउन हम फेस कर पाएंगे और कभी भी 
लोगों से ज्यादा या मुद्दे से ज्यादा इम्पोर्टेंट आप खुद को नहीं समझे क्योंकि मुद्दे ने आपको नहीं कहा कि आप आके काम कीजिए ठीक है लोग उनकी लाइफ अपनी चल रही है मतलब अच्छी बुरी जैसी भी चल रही चल रही है और आपकी बात भी चलेगी इतना कि आपके होने से बहुत बड़ा उनकी लाइफ में फर्क आ गया है क्योंकि स्ट्रगल उनका बहुत बड़ा है उनके बहुत सारे मुद्दे हैं लेकिन आपने जो रीजन चुनाए हैं आप क्यों आए तो कई बार हमें लगता है कि हम हम दे रहे हैं हम उनके लिए इतना कर रहे हैं एक बार स्ट्रीट पे पत्थर मारा अब अगर मैं कहूँ यार मैं उनके लिए मैं स्ट्रीट पे जाके मैं इतना कर रहा हूँ होमलेस लोगों के लिए और ऐसा वैसा मुझे कैसे बोल दिया या मुझे कभी कोई किसी से बात करने कोई मेंटली ले आप बात करने जाए वो आपको गाली दे सकते हैं आपको मार सकते हैं ठीक है आप कहेंगे मैं नहीं करूंगा इनके लिए इतना कर रहा हूँ दिस फीलिंग आई थिंक ये सबसे बड़ा डिजास्टर होगा अगर किसी के लिए अंदर आती है आई थिंक एनी वन हु इज वॉन्टिंग टू एंटर स्पेशली अगर ह्यूमन राइट्स का इशू है तो ये तैयारी होनी चाहिए जहनी तौर पे कि परेशानियां बहुत ज्यादा होंगी आगे आने के लिए और आपको जैसे भी लोग मिले लेकिन आप जैसे हैं आप वैसे काम करें ताकि ठीक है शायद कोई आपको पसंद नहीं करेगा लेकिन वो ये जानेगा कि आप ईमानदार इंसान हैं तो जहां तक होगा वो आपको नुकसान नहीं पहुंचाने की कोशिश करेगा और जिनके इंटरेस्ट आप डिस्टर्ब कर रहे हैं वो तो नुकसान पहुँचाने की कोशिश करेंगे ही लेकिन उसीलिए आप आए इस फील्ड में तो उसकी कोई परेशानी नहीं होनी चाहिए जस्ट बेसिक वही है अपना सवाल तैयार रखें कि ये क्यों करना है और क्यों का जवाब अगर मजबूत है तो फिर आगे की रास्ता आसान है थैंक यू सो मच आई थिंक दैट वेरी डीप थॉट्स टू एंड विद ऑन जस्ट बीइंग कोर टू पर्पस knowing why you're doing what you're doing thank you so much this was a very enlightening conversation a lot of elements that like you said we've seen you see a lot of homeless people you see a lot of beggars but there's so much unseen that happens that most of us are so unaware of so thank you so much for sharing a lot of the stories the back end the technicalities of it to help us understand this better thank you so much baat karne ke liye aur ye baat share karne ke liye Thank you so much. Is there anything else on your mind that you feel you'd love to just add in before we close? I think something that all of us can do. Homeless people, who are in the city, are the most visible. Yet they are most most invisible. I actually say that they are most visible yet most invisible. Because we don't acknowledge them. If we can do something, and through your show, if you can make an appeal, I would like to make an appeal that you know, if you can just start treating people with respect, because we never know see what that person is going through. and a uh, lot of people on the streets are living this feeling that they are completely unwanted hmm. you know they have been abandoned by their family so their pain is very very deep and if we can just you know nothing big just you know if you see a homeless person if you ask how is that person doing i think that small one minute conversation can make that feel person feel that i am not completely unwanted is somebody who is interested in my life is somebody who is interested in knowing that i am doing okay and this is something which everyone can do you know absolutely so if we can do that i mean somebody is hungry just feed the person that's all thank you so much this was really really lovely and thank you for all the incredible work that you're doing thank you thank you so much thank you so much for listening to this episode if you like this episode do subscribe to the podcast and follow us on instagram facebook twitter or linkedin We'd love to hear your suggestions, reactions or even guest nominations. You can DM us on Instagram our handle is at a new kind of celebrity or email us at a new kind of celebrity@gmail.com. We look forward to meeting you soon. Till then, goodbye.